Unheard Yorkshire is a new podcast brought to you by Settle Stories, where we reveal hidden stories from Yorkshire. Unheard Yorkshire from Settle Stories. Welcome back to Unheard Yorkshire. I'm Sita Brand, and today we'll hear from Settle's older residents about what life was like when they were at school, as well as school stories from the W.R. Mitchell archive. School life was very different then to what it is now. That said, there have always been teachers who have made an impression on us, and some could be very strict. And was that the school um, there behind the folly? Yes. The old school? Yes, we always said it was a... I, we had a high education by the fact that it was on, <laughs> located on top of a hill. <laughs> that was Denzel Trelfall joking about the time when he was at Giggleswick School and his higher education. It takes a good teacher to keep lessons interesting. In this next clip, Bill Mitchell asks Leonard Dutton, also of Giggleswick School, how the curriculum has changed over the years. I what, could, was, what was the period when, um, when, when the, the, old, uh, the old classical trio of subjects was, was modified, you know, and uh, did Hebrew fall out at some stage? Oh, Hebrew must have fallen out many, many years ago. Yes. Mm. Uh, Hebrew would be because related to the Bible, wouldn't it? Yes, yes, yes. the study of, yes. of religion. Yes. That's all. Mm. But it, it, was, it was never taught in my time. Really. No, no. Yes, no. Mm. Um, and um, Latin and Greek... Uh, there is no Greek in the place now. Mm. Hasn't been for four or five, six years, except for I think for an individual or two, and, and the head of the department has taken him in his own time or something. Mm. They're doing. There's some Latin being done, and uh, I understand that the growing number are coming back to Latin gradually. As a discipline. Yeah. Mm. It was an interesting thing I always thought with, with I always took the line that Latin uh, was a subject which I could enjoy teaching, which I did, mm-hmm. and uh, boys could enjoy learning, but it depended how it was put across and how it was dealt with. And we, we, we had men here who made it as dry as, as ditch water, you know, and dull as ditch water, and, and mm-hmm. obviously they loathed it, but uh, I always claimed that <laughs> mine survived at any rate. Our reporter, Andrea, interviewed Pat Harding about her years of teaching and her efforts to keep her lessons an interesting environment for learning. The key to education is curiosity. And I do remember once I was supposed to be teaching a science lesson at the, at the middle school. And I'm thinking, this is tedious in the extreme because... It, it was done on the spur of the moment. That, oh, do those few chapters and then get them to do such and such. And I've never been that kind of teacher. And one of the kids went to sharpen a pencil and started screaming because she found a woodlouse in the paper basket. So we got it out and we put it on the desk. And I said, they're weird, aren't they? And I said, yeah. With all those legs and whatever. So I said, tell you what. Never mind, let's put the books away. I said, and let's find out about the woodlouse. And of course, then back, when I came back to teaching, we had lovely things like computer access and screens and whatever. 
And we all had a fabulous lesson finding out about the woodlouse, which apparently is one of the oldest creatures in the world. And they found out different things about it, and they were totally engaged, and they drew pictures of it, and then some people had got stuff that they'd pulled up from the internet on it. And I learned such a lot, and the kids were actually fascinated because I was learning as well. So, you know, that's life to me, that's teaching. Mm. And we learned an awful lot. I'm not sure what about. Probably won't pass an exam. I think we all have a story of a teacher who's made an impression on us and shaped the way we learnt. Let's hear from Leonard Dutton again about how Giggleswick School Boys integrated with Settle. What was the relationship of the uh, of the school uh, to the village? I mean, when when did the school really, in a sense, without without being uh, provocative or anything, when did it kind of was it in the village and yet somehow not part of the village? This, uh, as far as I know, no, um, mm. as far as I know, the uh, and I came in 1930. Uh, boys were not allowed into the village or into the settle beyond the big house corner, uh, except to go to uh, Gamesfield. Uh, but of course they just turned right to Beck house and went on to Eston and there it was. Um, there was no change in that until Benson came and um, perhaps I say it or shouldn't, I persuaded him to let the school have uh, bicycles at least six <laughs> <coughs> so I suppose that was the beginning at any rate of them being able to go into settle and this was followed up by Roe of course who, who would agree with us and going in at certain times and all that stuff. and um, a variety of things um, uh, they had to be particular about what they wore and they had to be tied in all the rest of it as far as me but uh, on those conditions they could go more or less anywhere they liked in settle now let's listen to Gladys Wright remembering being a student at Giggleswick School and how the headmaster kept the girls in check. Mr. Parker was the headmaster when I went. Mm. Mm. Was he was he soft with you? No, he wasn't. He was very strict. Mm. He used to go. He used to say, "Now, children, I'll go out for my drink," you know, in between meals, you know, and uh, he went, and he used to come back, and we didn't know he were back, and we used to say, to, uh, all kiddies used to say to one another, uh, what a long time he's been, he went a long time, they were peeping at us through the petition, you know, to have a glass petition, and he were peeping, see what we were all up to. Mm. Yes. Punishments have changed over the years. It's not so many years since corporal punishment was the norm. Let's hear from Denzel again, as well as Jean Carr, about the punishments they could expect while they were at school. At nine o'clock in the morning, <clears throat> the teacher come out and rang a bell. And if you're halfway up, School here, you to run like mad to get up. You've got to be there. He was, he was in trouble. And what kind of trouble? What was the trouble? Well, if you, if you, well, you got the cane. It was called corporal punishment in them days. It was, yes. 
the, the head teacher had a sawn off billiard cue and used to bend down and touch your toes. And that was it. The other was all had canes and it was on your hand, but the, the head teacher was bent down and smack across your backside. Or oh, two or three. But I never really got into trouble, so I don't remember how much, what discipline there was. I, don't, I can't tell you much about that because I, I never got into trouble. You were a good girl. Well, I was, <laughs> except for in Mr. Plumridge's class. My best friend and I used to sit at the back. Um, and, and at some point, I got very short-sighted and nobody noticed. Anyway, Jennifer and I used to sit at the back. And we talked all the time, but also we got a cane for drawing men's willies. <laughs> he had a he had two canes. He had one called Betsy, which was a like a um, a proper wooden one, and then he'd got a a, a bamboo cane type of, which was I don't forget what he called that one. But I remember we got the cane for drawing men's willies. How old were you? Uh, would would be one, two, three, four, five. So it's five years after you started school. So probably perhaps about nine. Eight or nine. And finally, let's hear from Bill Mitchell again, from a talk he gave in his Everyday Life in Settle discussion series. Here he is telling us about school life and a sadistic headmaster. In 1911, Mr E.E. E. Roberts is appointed headmaster, and uh, now we're actually here now. Geography. 
If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and tell your friends and ask them to subscribe too. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher and all the major listening apps and at settlestories.org.uk. This podcast is sponsored by the Yorkshire's Millennium Trust as part of Stories in Stone. Stories in Stone is a scheme of conservation and community projects concentrated on the Ingleborough Dales area. The scheme was developed by the Ingleborough Dales Landscape Partnership, led by Yorkshire's Millennium Trust and supported by the National Lottery Heritage Fund.